health warning. Cigarette smoking causes lung cancer, heart diseases and death. Such is a mandatory warning any producer of tobacco product must include on any cigarette pack as per Uganda's law and Ministry of Health regulations. But the anti-tobacco campaigners worry that such warnings are not anywhere on some new forms of tobacco that have infiltrated the Ugandan market. What we instead hear or see about these new flavored and modified tobacco products are what health experts describe as misleading and hazardous message that glorify them. The anti-tobacco activists believe these hypes have not only kept the unsuspecting consumers in the dark about the deadly harm these concealed form of tobacco cause to their health and lives, but lure more people who end up in a trap completely unaware that they are digging their own grave. One such tobacco product that has taken the market by storm is Shisha. Basing on that, I sought to understand public perception about Shisha that comes in a rather unusual form. Twenty-two-year-old Patricia Milka, not her real name, was not hard to come by. The university student, in the beginning of our conversation, is excited and quick to reveal her crazy love for Shisha. I have smoked for about five years now. Yeah, I was introduced by friends. I eventually liked it, especially the smell, the attractive flavors, the trendy tube. And it's taken in style, you know. I mean, the whole thing has been amazing. It just makes me feel good. I love the Nana flavor. <laughs> but halfway our conversation, as I began laying bare researched facts about Shisha, Milka Patricia's excitement vanished, and my source asked not to be named for fear of being labeled tobacco smoker. No, honestly, I did not know that it was dangerous as such. I was completely green about that. Um, to me, it was something rather different from the usual tobacco I know. Here is the young lady looking perplexed and coming to terms with a saddening reality. At this point, it is evident that this university student is just one among millions of victims who have fallen prey to Caesar smoking after being successfully hoodwinked to believe that Caesar is not as dangerous as the usual tobacco. Then this is serious. I am seriously re-examining. I shouldn't be risking like that. Shisha is not only rapidly becoming an alternative to cigarettes, but also luring more previously non-smokers, especially the youthful population. Now to know the extent of havoc caused by Shisha to health, let's understand what Shisha really is. 
Shisha is a flavored tobacco smoked through a tube which has a chamber and a water bowl. The tobacco is usually heated by burning wood, coal or charcoal which pulls it into the water bowl to the tube which has a mouthpiece that is used to breathe in the smoke. Though water cools the smoke, it does not filter out the toxins meaning shisha like any other cigarette exposes people to the addictive chemicals. These include nicotine, toxic and cancer-causing chemicals which increase the risks for smoking-related cancers. Studies also show more than 80% of youth who ever tried tobacco reported starting with a flavored tobacco product. It is quite different from regular tobacco that can taste and smell really bad. That's the reason why Dr. Jua Michael of Rema Medical Group is worried. It is an upcoming trend that most youths between 13 to 15 years of age Actually, their onset of use of tobacco products is now through the shisha. They try to view it as a modern way of consuming the tobacco product. And uh, the effects of shisha is not any different from any other tobacco product. So many complications arise from intake of tobacco products. Continuous use of this product, which is shisha, is attributed to the disease of the lungs. Notably, the most common ones our patients present with are chronic bronchitis. These patients get what you call chronic obstructive airway disease. So the patient takes in air, but the outcome for them to exhale becomes a challenge. And it is really a situation which many people who are going through would wish to reverse, but it is not possible. Then others may come with um, complications. And when we do investigations, we realize that they have cancers of the lung. We can have small cell carcinoma of the lung. We can have bronchogenic carcinoma, which are cancerous. So we all know that cancers cannot be cured. According to Dr. Jurua, using unclean pipe or sharing a pipe with other smokers could also increase a smoker's chances of getting disease, such as flu, TB, herpes, hepatitis, and COVID-19, among others. For example, when you are taking the shisha, you see the tube for sucking that air. And if a colleague who has been using that has a TB, you, you end up getting the tuberculosis. The only simple remedy is to prevent use of tobacco products. You know, that path you take from tobacco contains more than a thousand compounds, of which more than 60 of those compounds have chemicals which are cancer-causing. And now the new product, which is shisha, has additives, it has flavors. So when the people are taking that smoke, you feel appetized. There is nothing which is so much irritating, so everything seems to be nice. Well-packaged, which you will find so much enjoying. So difficult to retrieve it from the mind of those who have just started and they are easily lured into the product. That is where I see the problem might get worse. It creates a kind of camouflage for the young. Available facts show how indeed deadlier shisha is. Within a session, which usually lasts 20 to 80 minutes, a shisha smoker can inhale the same amount of smoke 
as a cigarette smoker consuming over 100 cigarettes. Shisha smoking has penetrated through social gatherings, hangouts, nightclubs, universities and many other places. West Nile subregion of the northern Uganda is witnessing rapid growth in the number of shisha smokers to the extent that the flavored tobacco now has a place in the budget of many families that frequently gather around shisha pipes. Social pundits here, like Fadil Lemeriga, are quick to trace the origin of shisha smoking in the region to the neighboring South Sudan. Immediately after the Naivasha Agreement was signed between the SPLA and the government of General Hassan al-Bashir, Ugandans began trekking to South Sudan to take advantages of the opportunities there. At the same time, the war in Darfur had forced many people from the Sudan to come to the South. And many Southerners who are staying in Sudan came to South Sudan, where there was now peace beginning to take space. Now, with this, they moved with certain Arab cultures. So as our people went to interact with the people of South Sudan and with the Arabs by extension, then they got to learn such a behavior. And uh, they brought it here casually to smoke, but eventually they realized that it had a commercial value. So they began establishing spots in Arua where people would go and smoke shisa. With the trend sweeping like wildfire in the region, children, the elderly and other non-smokers have not been spared from second-hand smoking. This joined the list of more than 8 million people who are at risk of dying from tobacco-related illnesses every year. Newly packaged and slim-flavored cigarette sticks like Ori's Pineapple and many others on the market have made the situation worse. Dr. Jurua Michael believes political will in the fight against tobacco, the active involvement of the society and the role of health workers are key in promoting a tobacco-free society. For me, I look at things in three different ways. The social approach, then uh, the political approach, and the medical approach. Much as we have laws, these laws are so weak. And it seems like nothing has changed. People smoke openly, and even shisha smoking. Some statistics have shown that about 204 Ugandans die weekly because of complications related to tobacco use. More than HIV, tuberculosis combined together. So that can tell you the magnitude of the problem we are dealing with. Unfortunately, our society does not look at this because the effects of tobacco use disorder manifest sometimes after a longer period of time. Even after the person has stopped use of tobacco 10 years ago, 5 years ago. Though Uganda is among the 182 World Health Organization member states, that adopted the Framework Convention on Tobacco Control in 2003 to address the tobacco epidemic. There are still questions about slow progress in implementation and enforcement of laws against tobacco, especially open sales and smoking of shisha and flavored tobacco, among others. This is a daily frustration every Ugandan who is against tobacco smoking shares just like social pundit Fadil Lemeriga. We have a problem with enforcement in this country. 
the same laxity has tended to extend to CISA and even open smoking. The law was passed that nobody is supposed to smoke in an open place, but you'll find people smoke the cigarette anywhere. If the environmental police was active, then they'll be able to check places where CISA is taken. They should be able to arrest. Leaders are not serious. The enforcers are not serious. Therefore, everybody is unserious. Let government employ more enforcers. The environment police are very thin on ground. Some of the enforcers are also perpetrators themselves. Enforcers go to those places, but these people, you remember, also make money. So they give part of their income to these law enforcers, and the law enforcers leave them scot-free to continue with their act. Uganda government is making revenue out of those production of tobacco and other related products. If we don't get to manage this, if people get sick, the burden on the health center will have increased, and this affects the general well-being of the county. So, so if Uganda's citizens are unhealthy, then it has a, a serious trickle-down effect on how Uganda finally gets to develop. However, the challenge seems to be beyond, as in this response by the West Nile Regional Police spokesperson, Josephine Anguchia. The force has never been compromised, uh, except uh, we agreed that we first do a lot of sensitization on the ground. Let people be aware on the tobacco control laws. We started doing operations with the Ministry of Health officials. A team from Ministry of Health came, had a meeting with us and other district and city stakeholders. In that uh, interaction, we openly shared with them that this law has been a, a little bit dormant. It's like very many people think the law is not operational. If we could combine our effort together, people will become aware. That will be an operation which will mean the arrest of people who deal in CISA. Police officers are enough for the enforcement. That alone will deter very many other people from consuming tobacco when they are midst people. Does it make business sense if a product killed 8 million people, especially when it is addictive? Wouldn't the tobacco producers be targeting a new generation each year to face the consequences of using the harmful product? These are the questions that stakeholders will have to address to have a tobacco-free society. I am Hafiz Bakit.